What's up, Technology family, and welcome back to another episode of the Technology News Talk. As we are back from our Thanksgiving uh, weekend uh, vacation, so we have a lot to, to discuss for for today's episode. So, without further ado, let's get started with it. And boy, do we have some uh, good topic to, to start off with? As you already know, um, the last day of the Thanksgiving weekend is. Cyber Monday, even though Monday's not a weekend, but it, it still counts as a, um, as part of Thanksgiving week because you have first you have Thanksgiving, then you have Black Friday, and then you have Cyber Monday. So let's talk about Cyber Money, aka Spider Monday or Electro Monday, whatever you want to call it. So that's the day when Spider Man No Way Home tickets went on sale. And boy, oh boy, did boy people start buying tickets. Let me tell you something. When midnight strike, then 15 minutes later, all sites started to crash. I mean, my goodness. And that's not even and that's not even the best part. And the best part is is that people started trying to sell tickets on freaking eBay or stuff like that for like a thousand dollars. I mean, oh my goodness. Man, I keep telling everybody that, that the hype is real. The hype is really real. That I'm not gonna tell you why, but some of y'all may know why. But but you get the uh my, my, my genistic on that. But um, yeah, Simon, it went crazy. So based off of that, I feel like it's gonna break uh, ticket sale records from all the Avengers movies, Black Panther. And and then everything else. So, and I do believe that this is gonna be the one movie that's gonna make at least a billion dollars in the box office during the pandemic record. So that that's my prediction. But we don't know what's gonna happen in the box office. So, so that's only uh that depends on how many people are gonna go to go to see the movie. And speaking of moviegoers, study shows that 49% of moviegoers have not returned to theaters over costs and COVID safety issues. So, this is what Variety uh, wrote in its report. The report survey more than 2,500 people pre pandemic moviegoers it discovered that nearly half of its respondents some 49% of those polled once went to cinema but no longer do so they reluctant most certainly come down concerns about safety and price the study authors claim the clock is ticking the reporter reads no longer the exhibit takes the address these issues more likely that's the non- Theater going behavior will be set. So, I mean, what else can you say? We are still in this crazy um, pandemic situation, and then we got this um, ongoing news about this new variant coming, uh, Ocrimia. I'm like, who knows when this uh, pandemic is going to end? But. Again, you have some people that willing to go back to the movies, and there are some uh, that, that don't go back to the movies because 
I mean, there are some movies that depends on the studio that have decided to either release on streaming or theaters only. Or maybe a day-to-day -day release. But like, Warner Brothers did this year. But after the next year, but starting next year, that's, uh, that's going to end. So... Let's just hope 2020 will be the year that everybody go back to the theaters, but and we can move on with this pandemic situation. But um, so um, uh, moving on uh, with that. And speaking of streaming, let's go into some uh, Netflix news. Is that Red Notice, which stars Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot? Has been viewed over 278 million hours views since its release. And after 10 days, it is its most watched Netflix film ever. It is on track to overtake Bird Bots, which reached 282 million hours viewed in its first four weeks. That is a big uh, accomplished record. So, this is what um, uh, uh, The Rock has said. Uh, um, through his social media. Dwayne Johnson posted on social media that Red Noir is officially the biggest movie in, in the history of Netflix. LA is showering several records in a short amount of time in the streaming services. So, but uh, let's look back at the top 11 most popular movies of all time on Netflix so far. So, at number 11, you have Murder Mystery with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. Then you have the old guard with with Carolyn Theron. Then you have uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Then you have uh, Emma Holmes at number seven. Then you have Special Confidential with Mark Wahlberg. Then Ryan Reynolds sits underground. Five the Kissy Boot two. Four the Irishman was a really a uh, very long movie, but but it was still good. Then you had number three, you had Extraction, which uh, the the second movie is coming soon. Then, of course, uh, uh, second, you had Red Noise, which is about to become number one. And then currently at number one is about to drop down to number two is Bird Bots. So, this is, uh, uh, I would have to congratulate on, uh, on Red Notice, everybody from cast and crew. So, even I knew it was going to beat out uh, number one because number one, you have The Rock, you have Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, a.k.a. Black Adam, Deadpool, and Wonder Woman, who's calling themselves Black Wonderpool. That's a her name they mentioned, like, a, like in social media coverage and all that stuff. So uh, we all know that was going to happen. But um, uh, moving on. Still on Netflix, we all know Squid Game's uh, series have been uh, um, a bit of hit, but the newest uh, Korean series, Hellbound, not Squid Game's, out of the Netflix number one spot. So this is from uh, from iHorror.com. About a month ago, we guessed that Hellbound will be taking over the amphibious Squid Game spot in Netflix rankings. Here we are, a week after the popular series release, and this is exactly what happened. These are both Korean-based series. However, the plot for each respective series has very different tastes. 
Squid Game is all about class and capture. We feature a group of people playing children game, but with deadly consequences in order to take home a giant cash prize. Hellbound, on the other hand, is about demons coming over to the souls of random people on Earth. The series deals with dangers of social media and dog-pilling cancer groups, and which also deals with heavy uh, with rain. Personally, um, I like both um, of these series, but I think says Squid Game has more like popularity over Hellbound. Like, don't get me wrong, Hellbound is really good, but I think Squid Game had a lot of a lot of popularity in like in social media and like pop culture and like everywhere. So, I mean, it's an exciting time for for all Korean motion pictures uh, around. Parasite won Best Picture at the Oscars. Squid Game took over the world, and now Hellbound is too coming out swinging, reaching number one on Netflix in no time flat. I'm looking forward to Netflix doubling down on its Korean films and series purchasing in the near future. So, uh, we'll just have to see what, uh, what, what's the next uh, thing is going to happen. But until then, uh, keep your eyes open. And continue on with Netflix. Netflix has confirmed 2022 premieres for Raising Dawn, Vikings Valhalla, Resident Evil, and more January titles. So, this is from the, the Deadline.com. Netflix has got a busy 2022 coming up as the streaming reveals premiere dates for a number of upcoming titles on its general slate, including Raising Dawn, Vikings Valhalla, and more. On Tuesday, the streaming giant confirmed 2022 premieres for some of its most popular franchise and titles. In the early months of the new year, Netflix's users can look forward to the premiere of Archer, which is January 14th, In From the Cold, on January 28th, Raging Dawn CG2 February 1st, and Viking Valhalla on February 25th, which is two days before my birthday. First look image of Archer 81 and, and Viking Valhalla can be viewed uh, on its website too. Also touching down on 2022, the exact dates can be revealed at a later date, which is uh, Magic the Gathering, Resident Evil, The Sandman, The Umbrella Academy Season 3, The Witcher Blood Rain prequel series, Secret 2 of Alice in Borderland, All of Us Are Dead, Army of the Dead Las, Ve Las Vegas, The Cuphead Show, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, First Kill, Lock and Key Season 3 will also drop sometime next year. So this is a very, a lot of stuff to, to look forward to. If you think 2021 had a lot of things uh, uh, unrevealed, but look out for 2022. They might have something good. And I can't wait to see what kind of movies they're going to be uh, revealing uh, uh, next year. And then um, as we are uh, moving on from Netflix, let's go on what uh, Disney Plus ha has been going on. So, Disney Plus and, H and Hulu, along with HBO Max, has reached a deal for 20th century movies streaming rights. And here's what um, SlashFilm.com uh, says. 
As the streaming wars heat up and become increasingly complacent, a new deal has merged between Warner Media and Disney that will be an interest of HBO Max, Disney Plus, and Hulu subscribers. Specifically, the two giant the two giant medias have amended a previous existing deal that will now see certain 20th century studios formerly as Fox release shares between the streaming services while HBO Max will retain exclusive rights for others. It's complicated but interesting in certain ways that makes it an error. Perter Variety Dizzy and Water Media have amended a previous existing deal that was instantly struck between Fox and Warner long before Disney ultimately purchased most of the company's media assets for more than $71 billion a couple of years back. At the time, Fox and Warner struck a 10-year deal that would allow 20th Century Fox movies to stream exclusively on HBO, which was known as a pay one TV window. This was the first exclusive release period after the film's theatrical release, as well they know as the transactional purchase sell-through period. Basically, after the deal's rent and physical release period, this is important to understand that it comes to a main deal. The deal was run since the end of 2022, which sees HBO Max share exclusive rights to a chunk of titles for 20th Century Studios and Searchlight Pictures with Disney Plus and Hulu, which are now owned by Disney. HBO Max will initially keep exclusive paid one TV windows on about a half a slate of 20th Century Studios and Searchlight Pictures through 2022. But personally, when I think about this deal, I feel like that Disney Plus will have like all the family friendly um, and also like comic book movies for 20th Century Studios on Disney Plus. And then you have the like the PG-13 and like the radio stuff on Hulu and HBO Max. But that's the way I, I, I see it. But uh, when it comes to like which or which certain like uh, 20th Century Studios uh, or uh, or in the past Fox movies that you will see uh, between those streaming services. But um, that's my take on, on, on this story. But um, moving on with some more um, Disney Plus news is that Disney CEO Bob Checker will probably wants to double down on Hulu and eventually emerging it with Disney Plus. So this is what on whatsdisneyplus.com has said. Following this month, Walt Disney Company's quarterly results Wall Street shareholders and analysts started to raise serious questions about the growth of Disney Plus. As this past quarter, they only managed to add 2 million subscribers. This was down to several reasons, including many subscribers in India leaving due to the credit season ending. But one of the biggest issues that Disney Plus has is that it lacks content to keep older subscribers happy. Following the, the stars market drop, this was purely heated between arguments between Disney executives over the future of Disney Plus, which many tried to encourage Disney to add more mature content. With Bob Iger set to leave the Walt Disney Company in the next few months, Bob Checker will then have more control 
over what happens next. Bob Unger has always wanted Disney Plus to be more focused on its current five brands. That all changed earlier this year when Disney Plus added more content for adults and teenagers around the world when it introduced the general entertainment brand Star Wars added. This brought a wide range of shows and films including to the streaming service including Deadpool, Grace Anatomy, Aliens, and much more. The introduction of Star Brand to the Disney Plus resulted in the reduction of a number of people unsubscribing and also increasing engagement to Disney Plus use of Disney Plus. This data could help to see a change to Disney Plus in the US and it's already proven to be working around the world including across Canada, Europe, and, and, and Asia. So, we'll just have to wait and see um, what's, uh, what's going to happen because um, Disney Plus already has Hotstar, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. And just this week, uh, Disney Plus announced uh, the Hulu Live TV package, which includes Disney Plus and ESPN Plus uh, uh, standard. So, uh, we'll just have to wait and see in a... Um, Maybe in a couple months of well, what's gonna happen between um, Disney Plus and Hulu together? But um, I mean, they still have the bundle thing with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But um, moving on with some uh, with some TV news is that the new popular series is Chucky has been renewed for season two. Which, uh, you know, Chucky has been uh, on air on not only the USA Network and Sci-Fi. So, so the now the entire season, uh, season one of Chucky is available to stream on Universal's uh, NBC's Peacock right now. So you can stream it in case you didn't have a chance to watch it on uh, on cable network on the two cable networks. So. So that's been renewed for, for, for season two. And um, uh, moving on, uh, did I mention? Oh, yes. The Book of Boba Fett has seven episodes for, for, for season one. So uh, get ready for the, um, to celebrate the new year with, with Book of Boba Fett, y'all. So, um, and now, now moving on with some. Uh, theme park news so starting off is that just announced on December 1st is that Universal Orlando Reserves president and COO Bill Davis will retire effective immediately on New Year's Day so we wish him on his New Year endeavors we had to see who's become the new president and CEO of a Universal Orlando Resort and we'll see what happens then but um continue on with Universal is that Universal's Epic Universe is to the clues a beast related area. And this is what Mud MuglyNet.com uh, says. It's been a while since we heard any news about the Epic's adventure. Universal Orlando's Resort greatly anticipated new theme park. It has been speculated at a possible Fantastic Beast area and rumors about a potential attractions, but otherwise detailed to the park has been renamed tightly under wraps. Now sources working on the park's development has confirmed to Melinette that there will be indeed 
a beast related area in the epic universe while still no know exactly what the area would include we are excited to find out that there will be a wizarding world area involvement so let's pull together some of the existing rumors to remind ourselves what could be possibly what could be possible in the fantasy area in the universal Orlando resort epic universe so so you could have a possible 1920s Paris theme on there. You could have a Ministry of Magic rumor, which was my prediction. Uh, but for that, uh, what else? You could have a rumors of a VR flying broomstick ride, uh, but uh, coming on there. So it's a lot to uh the, to, to to think about for a lot of possibilities because um. If you look back to the concept of um, photo of what you have, because I you have different areas. You have the uh, a hotel, you have a Fantastic Beast area, you have a Dune Lunch Coaster, you have a How to Train Your Dragon area, you have a Hub Shop and Dining Experience area, you have a Nintendo area which is coming soon, um, and then also you have a Classic Monsters uh, area. So. There's a lot to, uh, to, to, to to think about, so about the possibilities, but uh, we'll see in the next couple of months and years uh, that, that to come. But uh, moving on now to some Disney news, as you guys know, um, that's where I went for uh, for Thanksgiving weekend, and one of the things uh, I showed was the Starship Earth Holiday Light Show had debuted at Epcot. So I'm gonna read um, the, everything that's going on there, and this is from blogmickey.com. Disney had just debuted Spaceship Earth Holiday Light Show as part of the Epcot, Epcot International Festival of Holidays. The show runs nightly through December 30th, 2001, alongside the Standards Beak Imagine Show. Imagineer Zach Ridley has a following to say about the show in which you can watch it um, in a certain video on there. So, holiday, uh, uh, oh, there, there's the, uh, the article. Holidays are a special time at Epcot. A time to show, uh, showcase your tradition and music, food, and entertainment to share around the world. To help celebrate the launch of international festival and holidays today, Imagineers develop a new lighting uh, composer for Spaceship Earth. Adding to the beans of magic, guests will uh, see new sparkling and not Epcot's holidays past. Our team was inspired to a concept light ushering in the holiday celebrations around the world. And our imaginary team created a new programming reflective of the starlight in clear winter skies and the beautiful green, green and blue glow of the air busy north of lights. Spaceship Earth, as both the parts icon and symbol of reach legacy in this parts past, present, and future, holds a special power in its memory. It was here from the start of Epcot, and as a symbol connection shared by all of us across time. We are excited to use this new lighting system to harsh back concepts and stories from the parts past, and for the first time, we are bringing that concept to life. By referencing a view elements from the light of winter holiday display that grace a 
World Showcase Bridge from 1994 to 2008. Fans of Epcot's history may even be able to pick on those variety elements. The Epcot's legacy is alive and a new experience coming to this park. We are proudly passed along our passion for future generations to enjoy. We hope you can catch this limited time program running alongside the 50th anniversary being imagined through December 30th, uh, December 30th 2021. And let me tell you, it's definitely um, amazing uh, experience um, uh, uh, to look at. So if you are or have been in Disney for, for the holiday uh, uh, for the holiday season, I would definitely for y'all to, uh, to, to, to check that out. So, um, and, um, continue on with Epcot. So Epcot's overhaul project is expected to be complete in 2023 and continue on, on com. In a desolated D23 panel, uh, early on, uh, uh, in the past week, focus on music and Disney's theme parts, uh, Imagineers, Todd Fivers and Joe Dennis hit that the Epcot's overhaul project will be complete in 2023. The Imagineers said that a new musical score from the Pitted Topic will debut in 2023 alongside the complete overhaul project. Earlier on in that week, Disney announced uh, that the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rerun Ride will open in summer 2022. Other announcements include naming of the new World Celebration Resort and the reflaming continued work of the Walt Disney statue that will be Dreamers Point area of the park. Disney had been cited on the other aspects of Epcot's overhaul project, such as the refurbishment of Spaceship Earth, Journey of the Water, Spire by Moana, the Play Pavilion, and the World Celebration Festival Center. But as always, keep checking back with, with blogmaking.com and we'll continue to bring the latest news photos around Disney Parks. So, uh, like you mentioned, uh, you can't wait to see what's going to happen, but um, there are, has been some concept photos of the Play Pavilion, Journey of the Water, and the World Celebration uh, Festival. But, um, it's a center. But, yeah, like I said, we'll uh, keep you guys updated. Uh, well, what's gonna happen there, and uh, and then uh, and more uh, things to come. So um, uh, continue on with the spirit of the holidays, is that uh, Airbnb is renting out the house from the Home Alone series for one night. So this is what uh, WSVN Seven News Miami has reported. Calling all you filthy animals. <laughs> Airbnb is renting out the Home Alone house for this month for one chicken field night. The very same Chicago area home that saw a young Macaulay Culkin get the better of the bullish uh, burglars, Joe Pesci and Derek Steen, will be available for, for one night stay on December 12th. Oh, it's a run the same amount for a couple of pizzas, just $25. The house looks much like it did in the 1990 uh, uh, holiday film. The Lost Jaws stays standing outside and candlelight dinner for eating mac and cheese and plenty how fanny of burglars paint cans daily across the staircase. A pet terrestrial that tried to find the wet bandits there will be there too. 
according to Airbnb description, because it won't be a Christmas without an anchor. So the um for for all my Chicago fans out there, if you're looking uh for for Airbnb to to look at, so I would definitely y'all uh, go 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 check that out. So um, and now uh, moving on with some things happening in the basketball news, is that we have saw a fight between Isaac Stewart and LeBron James when. When the Pistons and the Lakers uh, battle on uh, that uh, Saturday night uh, before that Thanksgiving week. So, I mean, but a scary scene broke out in Detroit. After LeBron elbows the uh, Isaac said in the eye, causing him to bleed because and Stewart to try to fight the entire Lakers team, including LeBron. This incident took place battling for position over a free throw. Where Stewart got the loose ball foul, and James swung his fist up high to catch Stewart in the eye. From there, Stewart tried to get the after Le, after James, and then the two separated. Occurs a break free from Pistons coach team staff who were walking in the Lakers locker room and spinning towards the the Lakers. Now Stewart has been suspended for two games, and LeBron hasn't been suspended for one game, but. If get if you guys didn't catch um our latest episode for the the respect the combat podcast um we have saw the, the the latest um celebrity fight that um that's gonna be happening which is gonna be um yeah let me pull this up uh, real quick hold on a second guys Yeah, which is uh, former basketball player Daniel Williams uh, against a football um, uh, player, uh, Frank Gore. And I'm saying to myself, why is LeBron and I Stewart not in this? We need to put them in there. That was more interesting in there. I'm like, what's their beef between Darren Williams and Frank Gore? What's their beef? I don't know, man. But, um... We'll have more, um, you know, more on that story. Um, as far as like the Jake Paul and Tommy Fury um event that's going to be happening on Saturday, December eighteenth. But um, it's just crazy, man, uh, how everything is going down. But um, moving on. Lastly, for uh, for today, is we're going to be talking about a movie review, and that's based on uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So, this was directed by Jason um, Whitman, which is uh, um, uh, the the son of uh, the the original creator Ivan Whitman, who also um, uh, uh, produced the film. And this is the uh, the fourth series of the Ghostbusters of uh, her franchise. And um, we don't we don't want to talk about the the last reboot that they did with go, but that was strictly terrible. Oh my goodness, but um, but then but in this one, this stars Carrie Coon, Finn Wilber, Maliki Grace, and Paul Rudd, while Bill Murray, Dick, and Aaron Huston, Amy Pot, and Sarah Richard made their surprise roles for, for for the originals. 
So this was said 32 years after Ghostbusters 2, a single mother and her two children moved to a small town in Oakland where they discovered connections to the Ghostbusters and their grandmother's secret legacy. So I think the 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 performances and the director's direction and the other tone of this movie was really great. But um the script the screenplay was very questioned um uh, uh, uh in the movie but um uh, this, but this was a definitely uh, a good um uh follow-up sequel to the um to the originals uh ghostbuster and ghostbusters 2 but um and i i saw this on 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 days on thanksgiving week so uh uh well, well and this was um uh, really uh, really good uh, Debbie made up for that uh, for that other re reboot Ghostbusters. Again, we all still talk about that. So, I definitely give this one mm, a B minus. Um, uh, that's why I give the rating for 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 that. And um, but um, other than that, uh, that's our episode for today. So, lastly, I wanna I wanted to mention is that. We will have our season two finale. That will be the the week before uh, Christmas week. So we'll have our season finale um, um, in a couple of weeks. So uh, keep an eye on that. Um, I'm probably going to be the, for 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 the finale. I'm probably going to be doing a Spider-Man uh, No Way Home non-spoiler review on that. But we have to uh, wait and see. Uh, but but until then. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification bell when new uh, uh, episodes are uploaded. Of course, uh, if you're watching uh, on YouTube right now. And, and if you are listening on Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, go into the link description below. Click on the YouTube link and post your comments there as well. So, without further than that, this is Trico, and I'm signing off. Peace.